All right, all right, all right. Welcome to We Are Something Else, episode 77, Christmas in Harlem. And uh, we're joined tonight by Brandon Osby of Hands for You Assembly for our Black Business Series tonight. Brandon, welcome to the show. Thanks, fellas. Thank you. Uh, before we get into that, fellas, what's good? Keep what's happening? Man, I'm just glad to get to this point today, bro. <laughs> the work was, uh, I was still on the clock probably about 15, 20 minutes ago trying to get it all together. <sighs> you know how that goes. But, uh, you know, this is going to be my little segue to kind of clear the mindset and, you know, have a little bit of fun. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, enjoy the, the Lakers getting that ring tonight, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Hey, Joey, what's up? CB, what's good? Hey, man. Uh, another Tuesday show. Um, you know, excited to have, have Brandon here. And, yeah, good uh, good, good to chill with the boys, you know, for a little bit. Right. Super fly. Yo, at first I got to look at a t-shirt. That's a dope t-shirt, leader by nature. I like that. Oh, thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, everything is good, man. You know, uh, we here. We getting ready for the holidays. And, you know, gearing, I'm get personally gearing up for some time off. So, you know. It's gonna be good. All right, right. Everybody uh finished their Christmas shopping, uh lack thereof or more to do. I'm done. Right. <laughs> We've been doing like those uh those like secret Santa type joints where you know you have an assigned person, you have an assigned budget. So it's yeah. all basically they set it up so you can basically just go to Amazon and just pick the gifts right off their list. It's like Super streamlined, super easy. Right. It's always one last gift you can think about, and you're like, you always gotta hit the store at the last minute to grab something. And if it's not even a Christmas gift, it's batteries or cranberry sauce, something, something crazy. Right. I, I know I went out uh, last weekend, and first of all, my nerves are bad being that many people out there Christmas shopping. I was like, this is this is impossible for me to get through, man. Like, I, my social anxiety has kicked in just as far as people who just being around a bunch of people. And then the thing is, let's have let's have a discussion about how to wear the mask, right? Is the mask a chin strap? Like, is it does it is it supposed to keep your beard warm? Is it man. just to cover your mouth, or is it the whole thing? Because I, it's supposed like, to it's supposed to cover your nose, bro. But when you got that beard. Mine's always like slipping this way, slipping that way. It, it's uncomfortable. Right, but the, I'm sure the effort is there, though. You're not walking around with it right here. Nah. Just it's, to, it's, so you it's, it's up this way, though. I'm, I get blinded sometimes because the yeah, beard pushes it up. That's true. That's real. I'm new to the beard game, so I, I'm not <laughs> used to this. So I'm like, okay. All good. It's all good. All right, y'all. Let's, let's get into this wrap. Uh, so my first topic tonight. Why you got the picture with the man? With your with the mask, right? <laughs> a segue into how to wear a mask. Like, it's the, the first lesson. So, Dwayne Haskins, the quarterback for the Washington football team. Still. At this point, I'm assuming it's not news to anyone, but has everyone heard the story? The strip club. Yeah. Enjoying his life. He's getting paid to lose. So, that's the thing. Hey. <laughs> There's a lot of layers here. So, first of all, they lost to Seattle, right, on Sunday. 
Okay, which is most people expected that to happen. But they are also were tied or number one now of a horrible division, right? So they have a chance to make the playoffs and have a home game at that. So after a loss, I believe it was at his home. It doesn't matter where it was at. This guy has um, a room full of strippers, right? And I don't even think that's 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 just part of it. But then the picture leaks, as we all know, social media, you can't do anything without social media picking up. And then there's the picture without the mask. So now this is the guy's second uh, COVID uh, protocol violation. And we know the NFL, they're handing down like hefty fines left and right. But I, I think with this, I don't know if a suspension, a suspension has to be coming. Have you heard anything, CB? Nah, um, I'm sure there'll be at least some type of team discipline. But uh, yeah, it's not a good look, especially when the dude is trying to, you know, still win some people over that, you know, he can be, you know, a, a franchise quarterback somewhere. Agree, Roya. Can we, uh, <laughs> but first, can we, can I, can I get conspiracy on you real quick though? Because it's interesting that this has been the, the chatter on Twitter and on social media the same day Mr. Snyder's uh, yeah. interesting story about uh, the $1.6 million settlement outside of court on the same day. It's not getting a lot of pub. Trying try to cover it up. Somebody got to be the fall guy. Somebody's the fall guy. <laughs> Hey, this, him making it rain is not a is not an interesting story, bro. Like they're all doing this. They're athletes, man, with right. lots of money. Right. There was one earlier this year, though. Not as as bad as that, but um, what was that? The first the first game um, with the San Diego, and they said that the doctor had punctured Tyrod Taylor's like lung, giving him a shot, and so the rookie comes in there, but yet the rookie looks like a damn you know, five-year vet that's just getting it in with a sorry team. And I'm like, so this team doctor that clearly has been administering this type of shot for I don't know how long makes this mistake, and all of a sudden this this fool can't play and definitely ain't playing no time soon because he done, you know, almost punctured his lung. Like, come on, man. Like, like that. what, what are we talking about here? Like, Right. So at this point, you can't cut them. I read that they're not going to cut them because they don't have another healthy quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, your playoffs are on the line, and this guy's put his whole team in jeopardy of even playing a game or finishing the season if negative, if positive tests start popping up. Yeah. I mean, they would know where uh, patient zero was, at least, you know. <laughs> Somewhere in that room, right? Yeah. That's just... I, it's, I don't want to excuse the behavior, but nobody was expecting the Redskins to even make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So honestly, <laughs> at the record, shouldn't be contending for the playoffs. Right. It, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Teams are right. watching a football team. My bad. I'm old habit. <laughs> that hard. All right, but that's a look, that's enough on Haskins. Uh so we finally got a coming to America trailer. And I posted in that group. At this point, everybody should have seen it. Um, first thoughts. Brandon, have you seen the Coming to America trailer? Uh, I definitely did, man. I, I was dying laughing. Okay. Uh, are you, I'm excited. You, were you kind of on the uh, fence about watching it at first? 
Um, no, nah, I've, been, I've been waiting for this, man. I don't know if it's 10, 20 years too late, but I was definitely waiting for something like this and them being older, but uh, adding the same people, added the people they put in there. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. You already know. Like I said, I sent it out. I, I, I think, I think you know. You gotta look at, look at your personnel, right? You gotta look at the, the movie. We criticize other movies that waited too long to kind of do like the sequel, or you know, then it's not realistic. You know what I mean? Uh, I.e., horror movies where like the, the the you know the horror guy is still the same age, like he hasn't aged at all, just by some. Right. Trend- reason until you know the most recent you know halloween he's hella old everybody on there is hella old but to be honest with you i think this as critical as you know we are to our own people (laughs) to our to our classics i think this one might stand up to it and be like we're gonna be talking about this one like the first one right cb i think that if we're gonna place our trust in anybody to pull this off, you know what I mean? It's gotta be Eddie, right? Like, especially like uh, like Superfly's been talking about. Dolomite oh was good, you know? So they're, I'm encouraged and, you know, it's exciting to actually see that, hey, yeah, no, nah, this is this is happening. It's, it's becoming more real, you know? Right. Yeah, that, there's nobody really making comedic movies right now like there's no uh uh what's what's my man named the, the dudes that do like old school and like uh, crashers. Yeah, yeah. All, like there's no judd apatow is nobody like really coming out with any funny movies right now so like you know what i'm saying i'm definitely looking forward to it and yeah. eddie eddie hasn't lost a step if anything you know he probably got better he got jokes in the stash all this like trump stuff like do you know like the all that's gonna be crazy. I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. So I was I was leery. I was on the fence. Uh excited about the the opportunity of it happening when they first mentioned they were gonna do it. Uh because I think it, it had been enough time to, to read to go back into that, that movie and, and do a sequel. Like he, he didn't chase it right away back in the eight late eighties or lines when he did it. Uh and so now it's kind of got the interest again, like it's got the Eddie Eddie Murphy fans from our generation and prior to that miss the adult comedy Eddie Murphy, like that mm-hmm. kind of raw kind of feeling. And so the picture the picture started leaking. Well, first of all, they delayed it until March. It was supposed to be this Friday that it was coming out, and everybody was excited, and they pushed it to March. And I was like, sign number one of like, yeah, what are we doing here? And then pictures started coming out. I was like, okay, the pictures don't look bad. It doesn't look like it's any character being forced here. Like they, they actually revisited all the characters, and you can see that in the trailer. And then we finally got a trailer. And I think it was just enough to make you want to see it. It, it. it gives me hope because there wasn't like a lot of funny scenes in the normally when you see like a, all the funny scenes in the, the trailer, it's normally a bad sign that they try they have to oversell this movie for you to watch it. So Thing is just enough to give me interested even more to watch it on when it comes out in March. So and it's one of those movies you want to watch over and over again. You know what I'm saying? So and it's like the kind of the perfect format for that. Like on demand, we can watch it on repeat. Like it's gonna be the memes are gonna be nuts. Like social media is gonna be. I can't wait for the release just to watch the movie and be on social oh, media at the same. Oh my time. god, social it's media will be on fire. Crazy. It's like Twitter is gonna be nuts. Right. Right. And. 
like we were saying, Dolomite gave me hope that Eddie could revisit that type of character or that, that type of comedy in his in, in his career and since it's been a while since we had seen that type. I mean he, he kind of brief touched it in Norbit or whatever. But then he took then he took away and he, and he did some other stuff. But here, here we go. Listen, listen, Norbit is funny as hell though. I, oh, like I agree. Listen, that as as far as people say that that was like you know the other side saying that's a terrible movie. Anybody knows that you can watch that and you go die laughing regardless. Oh, yeah. He he's a certified fool, and that's why like the rest of the cast, where you got Arsenio who back who's like a good you know second man to him, but you already know Wesley, you know doing the doing the voices, his facial expressions. Like I feel like it's the perfect storm to make that happen, right? Like we we didn't want like Harlem Nights or you know a different type of movie because of the dynamics, right? But if you have that. And everybody was like, oh, well, we got the same amount of people on it, right? Like, you talking about your Dave Chappelle's, your Kevin Hart shit. The, the more earlier generation, I just feel like they can't mesh that well because a lot of their, if you think about it, all of their stuff is from Eddie and the rest of them, right? So they don't, you know, they're still authentic the way that they're, like, going to run the show. So it, it's definitely going to be funny. But shout out to Norbit because... uh <laughs> Right. Well, they said Norbert was kind of like a gift and a curse for him because he had Dream Girls running parallel with Norbert, and they said Norbert messed up his his Oscar opportunities for Dream Girls because that's what the Academy kind of took to more than the Dream Girls performance. He don't need but, them. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll never know. All right, uh, up next, CB. That's your boy right there. This this is your boy right here. This is Lizzie, <laughs> Lil Wayne, right? So if y'all haven't heard. Uh, what Little Wayne was able to accomplish again, I said back in June, and it's now just coming to light. He sold the masters to Young Money. I, I don't know the group he sold it to, but that's not even what bothersome is that. I mean, it was $400 million, I'm assuming, yeah. but uh, apparently all of Drake's catalog was part of that, anything, except anything that was released in 2020. That's under OVO. Drake owns that. But anything prior to 2020 that was part of Young Money, which is every Drake release, was part of that Masters deal. Anything Nicki Minaj put out was part of that deal. Anything Tiger put out, I mean, well, <laughs> part of that deal. But it's just, I don't know if they got, I don't even think they got a piece of that. I don't know. That's He's got a lot of stuff. Right, only for 100 right million? Uh, so, if, if you're Drake, if you're the team, are you pissed at him? Yes. Yeah, Definitely. unless you're right on those Definitely. discussions somehow. But it doesn't seem, you know, that's that still seems like for all the records that would be included, that seems like they got him on a discount. You know what I mean? Right. right. Yeah. Is I that agree. a sign of being hard up for money when you when you let that incredible broke. A lot of artists are selling their catalogs right now, though. There's there's some there's some like big startup or like just some somebody with a lot of paper that's scooping up everybody's catalogs right now. Like if you you can go just look at the artists. I mean, from I think like Paul McCartney, like a whole bunch of just heavy hitters are selling their catalogs right now because streaming. You know what I mean? The, the streaming services is what is kind of taking over, and it's it's really devaluing music. You know what I mean? In a way, um, and you're gonna start seeing a lot of these artists. Um, probably break away from that Apple, um, you know, title mold and start to sell more things independent. 
But Absolutely. yeah, I don't think it's I don't I think it's less of a sign of Wayne being broke and just more somebody threw a bag at him and you know he jumped at it. But I think that that, that catalog Wayne. might be worth worth more than think about those Drake classics. I mean, hell, I mean some of the Wayne the Wayne classics too. I mean that's 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 tough. I mean, we saw Ye do it earlier in the year too with Big Sean's catalog, right? Like that's I, just, I I got a question for y'all. Like seriously. Mm-hmm. Do you think that he asked them first, like, y'all want to buy this? Like, <laughs> I mean, he already owned it. What's he asking for? Right. No, but, right. but what I'm saying is, let, let's just be honest. Like, Drake clearly has made that fool more money than a little bit, especially after getting robbed by his own so-called daddy, right? Right. And the, the fact of the matter is you still keep it in-house because if Drake buys his catalog, you can still receive that royalty because, you know, Drake's going to take care of it. You see the type of businessman that he is, right? You sell it to this 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 company that's clearly going they gonna water the shit down like beyond measure, right? Like, um, and when you were talking about earlier, remember the uh, what was it? The dude that was in the medical field bought the the Wu Tang album. Yeah, like you talking about you messing with like a culture? You know what I'm saying? That at any given time, sitting there like that, that's that's a gem for us, like regardless that's of true. the fact. And you gonna you they're leveraging that for them to get that type of you know kind of clout. On, on other people's behalf. So when we're talking about classic music from classic, right, we ain't talking about like, you know, the rainbow hair kid or any of these other guys. <laughs> we can care less about their catalog, but the ones that still from time to time can like produce hits. What's the point? I mean, Pink Print was huge for Nicki. I mean, look at So Far Gone for Drake, that first album. I mean, that's tough. That's tough. And I'm sure Drake could have gotten the money to buy his own masters if he gave him the opportunity to. I think the other thing that that we might we might be missing out on is um, the fact that the old catalog, like music in the last you know ten to fifteen years, is very like ephemeral. Like you know what I'm saying? It it's it's huge for like three weeks, and then people forget about it, and everyone's on to the next thing. So you know what I mean? I think that might also be a play. Where you know Drake might be looking at it, could be looking at it also. Like you ain't seen nothing, you haven't seen my MJ yet. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> and right. so, you know, I think that that might be also why you're seeing maybe that hundred mil and not you know some something much larger. Right. Right. Do y'all think, do you think he? Uh, you think he might be giving him some a cut? Yeah, I don't think oh, he yeah. would. He, he might have sat down and talked to him and drink, like, hey, yeah, I take whatever. But I think Drake is confident in this music that I don't think he cared. But like you said, he got so far to go. Nikki, though, I, I don't yeah, know, bro. I don't know, right? Like, she went, I mean, pop and then I, I don't know. Drake would be the Drake would be the wild card in that one because he would have a right to be pissed. I mean, he's probably one of the most streamed artists. Yeah, I mean, Hotline Bling was huge that one year, and I mean, Every anything year, he touches, it's so it's, yeah, he's just he is pop music right now, yeah, like, so, yeah. and it ain't he like he ain't got the money to buy him back, like you know what I'm right, saying? Like, exactly. he can always go back to it. A hundred, look, a hundred million is a discount, he's got a hundred million dollar house, so <laughs> I'm just gonna assume <laughs> that if he was offered the opportunity. You know he might do it, but Trey's you know, got a hundred million dollar house. Okay. All right, Tyreek Hill. 
Can y'all see that image? Yeah. You know what that's Did you see that on Sunday? Was that Sunday night when they played? Or Sunday, yeah. Sunday afternoon? So, y'all don't know. Um, Chiefs played the Saints. I think that was the game. And uh, there was a good sideline um, shot of Tyreek Hill drinking something out of a, a little clear bottle with no label on it. Just tugging it while he's getting um, stretched out or whatever. So, and the cameraman stayed there, like straight in the camera, staring at him for it's a good minute or two, and he didn't care. So, is, is this something that we'll see a penalty hand handed down for? We think. Man, they they so-called said it was pickle juice. I looked at that. I'm like, what? Who's sipping pickle juice on the sideline? But whatever, they spinning it. Who poured pickle juice from the big jar into the little <laughs> bottle like that? I'm trying. I'm mad they even put it out there, but they trying to run with that narrative, and I'm like, that's not pickle juice, bro. Yeah, no. Right. I mean, we, Cleo. I mean, tell everybody should know. You know, you, you gotta them them. You know, kind of hacks while you playing three or four games. You know, back in the day when you get that cramp. You know that that. That Gatorade or that water ain't gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? You need some. You need something else. And I, but is this really something? Because it. Well, I get the NFL, which y'all know how I feel about them. But the NBA, if you look at it, even in product placement, right? They cover the labels of the players that drink other stuff other than you know Gatorade. You know what I mean? Uh, clear bottles with the tape around it because they have their own you know, whatever. So I don't think much of that other than it's his own concoction of probably what he's able to, to rehydrate with that. Clearly the rest of the team don't know. Cause you know, again, we'll never, the world may never know. If this would give him that cheetah speed, hmm. let me buy some. <laughs> some cab growth. Let me get some of that. <laughs> True that. All right, y'all. So, we're back for our Black Business Series. Uh, tonight we have, again, you just joined us, Mr. Brandon Osby for Hands for You Assembly. What's going on, fellas? What's going on? Welcome to the show. Thanks All for right. having me. And no problem. Glad you can make it. So, first question What is Hands for You Assembly? Okay. So, Hands for You Assembly is a commercial and residential assembly company uh, in the Virginia Beach area. We service stores like Walmart and Lowe's. And here in Maryland, we do more residential. So I was doing jobs for like uh, Amazon. That shut down, but that, I passed my card up to so many people, so I'm still working on Amazon customers. So uh, we do bikes, grills, patio sets, furniture. On my younger days, I did a lot of swing sets, but I don't got it in me anymore though. <laughs> I tried, I don't have it in me. So this is essentially a customer buys a product, like a swing mm -hmm. set, per se, and instead of them putting it together themselves, they call you out. Yep. Ikea furniture was, was big, always going to be big. I've been doing that. I think I've been doing it, man, since 06, but I started in full-time 08. I had like two jobs in trying to do this job. I had just left college for the second time. <laughs> Shut up for the second time. I needed to do something, man. So I decided to go out there for broke. Like I was in Virginia and I didn't want to move back home yet, move in with moms and stuff like that. So I was like, I'm just going to go for it. And uh, it worked out, man. I've been doing this since 08. No other job. Just just working nice. hard. Nice. How'd you uh, come 
into this space? Like what was the what was the beginnings of it? So I was when I was in Cosman, I was working at Walmart. And so I was in the toy department and it was a company outside building bikes. So I would always go and speak. Uh, they hired me later on once I learned, but I didn't really get into the commercial. I was going doing side jobs, going to people's homes. But um, the guy I was working for, he actually lost a contract and I filled in that space. It took a long time, man. I think it took about four or five years for me to get in Walmart. I was trying my best. I was about to quit. I was just doing in-homes, but um, the opportunity presented itself with connections from college, man. That's one thing I got from college was connecting with people. So one of my friends uh, was a manager there, and he just gave me the opportunity to come in. And from there on, they started passing my card. And like, I remember Brandon, he used to work for Walmart. And so from there on, I was just getting contracts. That's all. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's Ooh, something that a lot of people don't, don't know about. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, they still don't, which is crazy. <clears throat> which is kind of like the question I have. I, I know you had mentioned the swing sets. Like, you know, what what would be the most is, is on the level of difficulty as far as the assembly? You know, uh, we had, you know, a comment about the whole IKEA thing, which everybody, you know, sits there and wants to throw that shit out the window as soon as it comes. Because, you know, it don't look like it's supposed to be that hard until you start trying to piece it together. But what would you consider you know, more of the more complicated things that you that you come across. Man, so now you you got stuff with just just one house. That's simple. That's something I could do on myself. But now if you look on the line, you got ones with two, three houses with a bridge in between. You got swirly slides, man. That takes it takes some time. It's one swing set, no matter how many people you have, it takes two days. It's just, yeah, two days, three people, and you're not taking just like a break. You're working the whole time. You might order some food, but you're not really sitting down eating because you're trying to get out of there. And but it's, it was taxing on my body though. It takes some time. Got to have a lot of patience for swing sets. So and then people don't really want to pay. You know, you pay eight hundred, a thousand dollars for a swing set. They want to pay you like a hundred dollars to put it together. You out there all day. Right. Yeah. I just. Yeah. It's crazy. What so how do you like because you know I, I put together some IKEA furniture with my spouse and we about damn near about to get divorced, man. Like, how do you manage the processing of putting together these these complex complex things and maintaining your sanity while doing it? You know what I'm saying? It's patience, man. Um, I put on my headphones and I just I space out to a whole nother world, man. That's actually like through this COVID. Me going to work is like my vacation. Like nobody's over your shoulder. Sometimes you got that customer that sit there and watch you the whole time. But most of the time I hit my headphones on with no music playing. That's <laughs> like I'm listening. But I manage it's patience. And you gotta know I've broke many of stuff before I started this business to know how to do it. Like I can't furniture, you can break something with your hand with a screwdriver. So you have to know that. And what I found out is when IKEA uh, first started opening um, in the Maryland area, you can go in there and buy bags of extra pieces. Yeah, that's, that's the how, thing. That's, that's how they that's know how bad they are. <laughs> they know how bad they are. So you can go in there for $2 and get a bag of extra screws because you're going to need them. So I always kept extra screws. Yeah. So yeah. what's your policy if you do break something while putting it together? Uh, man, I don't. I, I've, I've been doing it, what, since 08? So I don't. But... When I was um, 
first getting into Walmart, I saw other companies, not me, but when I saw other companies, man, they break something, they just say it was broken out the box. <laughs> it was broken out the box. Man, y'all need to see this. This thing broken. <laughs> it's broken out the box. So is it is it just you putting together like these swing sets or oh uh, here in Maryland, it was three of us. Um COVID brought me brought me back down to just me. But in Virginia Beach area, it's seven, it's eight. It's eight guys we got out there, and we're doing about six Walmarts out there. So they're, they're 24 hour Walmarts out out the 757 area. Big enough for 757, my second home. <laughs> so I still go out there. I went to I went to Norfolk State. So when I left Norfolk State, I stayed in the oh. area. So I still go out there like a lot. You know, when it's too busy, they need an extra guy, even though I'm not as good as I used to be, but I still go out there and hold it down. What's the um I guess What's your percentage on reoccurring customers after you kind of typically build for them? Well, right now I started with Amazon when it was in beta. So what I did was every time I went to Amazon's house, customer's house, I gave them my car because a lot of people didn't want to deal with Amazon. They didn't know assembly. They would tell me like, I never even heard of assembly. I'm like, yeah, ma'am, I've been doing this for 10 years already. So they're like, well, I'm going to just call you because they don't like to deal with Amazon's, oh, man, their customer service is horrible. So literally since March, I stopped going to people's homes. I would just do outside jobs. But right now I'm doing at least one, one job a week from customers that I did two, three, four years ago, like literally just through, through Amazon. It's crazy. Like I don't even put them on my website anymore. It's just recurrent customers. And I wanted to deal with that anyway because I didn't want to going to like strangers houses what's going on at this moment so they feel comfortable with me being in there so so it's 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 a good retention i mean i once a week i couldn't right. I'm, i feel blessed that i they would actually call me to do it so. what what do you enjoy most about the work um i think me sitting back i'm usually sitting back listening to either some rap music or listen to some kind of podcast or audiobook and i'd be zoned out man so it's like i get in my own little space like i used to take things apart when i was younger so i should have went to school for information systems instead of computer science because i hated computer science but everything happened for a reason man i left i left school and I, I am where i am now you know so but it's just spacing out being on your own um customers are not really over your shoulder and i like when you got a pieces of something that you put it together and it's like a masterpiece to me I take pictures of everything that I do. So I enjoy it. Now I actually love it. It's not work for me. Yeah. Yeah. So do you um how do people do you have a website that people can go to to reach you? Um yeah. Plug, yeah, plug, plug. it's um hands H A N D S the number four Y O U assembly.com. So you should okay, take okay. stuff apart. Just, just wondering. Up. Um, how has yeah. outside of you said? My bad. Uh, I'll quit. Quit, Kaleo. Oh, okay. There's a flaw. So you, you were talking about like you taking stuff apart uh, as a kid. Like, what did you? What What was like the the thing you got in the most trouble for growing up for taking up for taking it apart? Uh, a lot of stuff, man. A lot of stuff. Cause you know, you you're a kid and stuff just sitting there, 
And I would just, I would just take it apart. That's what my mom takes my. I would just take it apart, and I know I put it back together either. Though I'm gonna be honest with you, I. But I would just take stuff apart because you see a screwdriver and you see a screw go there, which is something that that I like to do. I never know how to put it back together. So, I, a lot of stuff nobody knew. <laughs> it, just up, it just end up broken. <laughs> <laughs> It just ended up But then I, I once I got to like high school, um, and then in the college, it was computers, man. I was taking computers apart and I enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed it. So. Um with COVID and everything happening, um outside of it just being you, have you have you had have you lost many employees because of because of this? Only residential in Maryland. To be honest with you, we actually got busier in walmart it seemed like the first month of march everybody was rushing to get groceries but once everything settled down you couldn't find a bike it's still kind of scarce right now so i say i went down i went down to virginia march april and may as soon as we we can do 100 bikes in the next day 100 bikes will be gone like literally out of walmart 100 bikes no lie so we actually got busier during this time, which was a blessing, because man, I was kind of scared. Like, oh my god, what I'm supposed to do that. Um, right. the bike's no joke because I, I know yeah. I was looking for a bike over the summer, mm-hmm. and I mean, it was just parts. I mean, maybe a training wheel here, a yeah. helmet over here, and maybe like a, a horn or something. But bikes were bikes were scarce. Yeah. Sure. People were actually coming in and buying the broken bikes to return bikes. They like, I don't care, just patch it up, and, and they were they were buying it. I was surprised. Like, let me just get it, bro. I got it. So. Gotcha. That was blessed for that one. So, is there a big uh, difference uh, in like the in like the daily, like just grind of doing the residential versus like the commercial stuff? Yeah. So my guys in Virginia, they really don't like the residential. Um, residential is piece work. You're going in. You're usually doing one piece. We usually charge a little bit more than what would you do for Walmart. But Walmart, you're going in bulk. So Walmart, you go in there, you got 50, 60 bikes. You're only going to one place. You're there all day and you're doing what you want. I'm there all day. My guys, 50, 60 bikes, they're done in about five hours. But you're in one spot. When I was on Amazon, you just put wear and tear in your car. You was dealing with customers. And Walmart, you just deal with a manager to tell you it's over here. Do what you got to do. But you just the wear and tear in your car, gas came out. It, I like both, but most people, if once you get into the Walmart side of it, when you're in one spot and you just build in that one spot and then you go home, a lot of people like that better because you got more opportunity to make more money. Makes sense. Yeah, that comment about the trampoline, that is the worst shit in the world to put together. <laughs> like, man. That, that was my bread and butter, man. That was my brother. Oh. But the problem is they get it during during Christmas. So they actually yeah, want you to cold. come when it's wintertime. And I'm like, nah. At first <laughs> I did. Crazy I had cold. to do it. But it, it, just, it just you just can't do too much when it's that cold. But they wanted they want swing sets done in December. I had right. people call Absolutely. me when it was it had just snowed. And I'm like, your kid's not, not swinging in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't care. It could be hundred degrees outside and a, and a, they want you there. Like it could be a red advisory. I mean, the lawn care people not out, and they actually still want me out there. So, just starting, I took those jobs, and I drove further away. I would drive an hour away for something like that. But once my business got um, 
got solidified in Maryland. Then I started, it was like, uh, ma'am, I can be there Wednesday or Friday, but it's about to storm and they don't care. <laughs> you know, customer's always right. So at first I was gone. Right? I got rained on plenty of times when I knew I shouldn't have been there. But I did it anyway. So you um what, seven days a week service? Uh what, what days on it was offer? it was seven days a week, man. The thing was that in the assembly business, you're working when customers are getting off of work. So, you know, I would your life is a little different. Like my busy season is your vacation season. So I'm not going on vacation. And then I'm working at five to nine o'clock because just the time you just get off work. But I did it that way because it's like the cleaners. Why is the cleaners closing at like five or six? I'm just getting off of work. So I was like, you know, I would get the people that's been working all day who don't feel like putting it together. And I come to the house after five. I had no problem. So I just had to get used to the hours. And weekends are gone. You have no weekends. Oh, you know, that's what most people doing, uh, doing stuff around the house. Yeah, weekends are gone. What, um, lost my train of thought there. Uh, oh, so when you set up a, a call or a job with someone, what's your what's your typical turnaround that you tell them if they have the job done? Uh, seasons like right now, uh, if you tell me two to three days, I would, I would definitely schedule you in. Um, busy seasons. Uh, especially before COVID, I might get you in a week. At one time, it was, I had to turn work down. It was crazy because Amazon was jumping. When if Amazon first got in, they were, they took so much of my time that it almost felt like I worked for them. So, right, I mean, I would, sometimes I had to turn it down. Like, I can't get to you. And I would actually call another assembly company and, and give somebody their number. Like, Wow. They can service you. I can't do it. So but two to three days. If you tell me you're getting something, you give me ETA when it's getting delivered, I'll probably meet your ETA. I schedule in. Like if you say, hey, my treadmill coming in three days, I'll I schedule in when I come in. So kind of piggybacking off of uh, one of the questions that just came through the comments without going that deep into it. What's the most wildest thing that you had to put together or somebody like tried to reach out to you? And it was just kind of like, that's not your everyday call or has there ever been anything that you've gotten where you just like, that's different? Uh, I've gotten, what's those things with people, the, the gliders that you go from tree to tree? <laughs> oh, I got a zip line. I got a zip line. Bro, I'm not testing no zip line. It's got to be in the one that's high up. And <laughs> I can't have put no warranty on my work when it's connected to a exactly. tree. They want you to test it out. No, I'm not, not doing I had to tell them, no. Nah. And then one customer bought a shed from eBay with no instructions, a U-shed with no instructions. And I got there and was like, you know, he didn't tell me this. They, right. they don't tell you that. Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna get the instructions, you know, online. I'm like, cool. That's cool. We can do it. We get there. And we have no idea what pieces go where. It was it was ridiculous, and it was used, so it was no reason why. So we didn't we didn't get to do it. But most of the time, I've been places where they didn't have instructions, and I I went online and figured it out. But yeah, bro. Line, I wasn't doing zipline. I wasn't doing that. Who the hell buys a used shed off off of I, eBay? eBay, bro. I mean, I've seen some crazy stuff on sale on eBay, but. 
that's something you would want to buy kind of brand new, right? Yeah. It, it was it was dented up. It was too much. I was mad I even drove out there. If he told me from jump, I wouldn't even waste my time. He was all wearing La Plata, too. Damn. Like, deep fine La Plata. <laughs> so I, was, I was mad because it took me about an hour and 20 minutes to get there. Right. Um. So outside of your your company, uh, you just launched a YouTube channel as well, right? True. Yeah. Yeah. About let's, two months ago. Let's um. What was this? Oh, okay. You you can answer that one first. Who actually assembled a zipline? Uh, I don't even know who it was, man. They just called me, and I I was like, I, I'm I'm sorry, I, I can't do it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't feel comfortable doing it. Yeah, I didn't feel right. comfortable doing it. That was okay. the only one time, though. I never heard anybody actually call me for that. People call me for stuff that don't that have nothing to do with assembly. Like you do drywall. I'm like, nah, I'm just an assembler because they put you in a handyman category because nobody heard of assembly. Right. And then you own a drill. You do. You work on motors. <laughs> I'm like, driver, can you? I got a, you got a grill. They think you a handyman. My TV, uh, right. You put in toilets. I'm like, nah. I just do assembly. I'm not a handyman. I'm sorry. You paint? No, I don't paint either. Well, what do you do? Is like probably the next question. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like assembly. You you buy a bike? I'll be there. You buy some IKEA furniture? Like, oh, good to know. I'll call you. <laughs> so swing sets, sheds. Sheds like a brand big. new shed. Yeah, that was big for me. Swing sets, sheds, and trampolines was my top three outdoors. And then um, basketball units. But I enjoyed doing bikes. That's how I started. Bikes and grills in Walmart is what I how I started. Doing 20, 30, 40 bikes. And when I go to a customer house and they got one bike or one grill, I'm in heaven. Knocking that out. And I'm you, going home by noon just chilling. Do you do any disassembly? So like, you know, swing sets and stuff like that? I, I did it when I first started. I used to disassemble, move your swing set, and put it back together. But it was a lot of lot of rotted pieces. It wasn't even worth it. Like most of the time, it was just cheaper to buy a new swing set. And the the, the time it took me to disassemble and put it together, it was more than if you bought a new swing set. A lot of work. Mm -hmm. Are you putting swing? Are you doing this by yourself? Can you put one together by yourself? Uh, when I was younger. I was putting it by myself, but um, nah, I'm not doing it anymore. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. Gotcha. Okay. Or, um, so back. Well, go ahead, Stevie. I was gonna say, like, when you get these the, these calls, how, like, how as far as your schedule goes, how far in advance you like planning your days out? Um, what's the like kind of like your day-to-day -day as far as that goes in terms of taking a new business um you know planning all that out uh well when it was three of us man since it was three of us i can all three of my all well, the rest of my guys were so good that everybody could do a job on their own and that's how i liked it so three job three guys we were doing two three jobs a day a piece so I can schedule you in like, okay, you're, I had a uh, calendar and I, I'm not that organized. So I'm not even gonna lie to you. My wife is the organized one. Um, and my business partner, Virginia is the organized one, but I would have a calendar and I would have time slots. Like, okay, Eric, it got something at nine. I got something at two. And the most important part is you wanna make sure all your jobs are in the same area. 
is you're not getting paid for gas. So if you had to drive an hour here to an hour here, your whole day is gone. You could have did another job. So that makes sense. Think on um, trampolines. What's what's difficult about a trampoline? Superfly mentioned. <laughs> hey, so so this is a story. So the first time I haven't even started my business yet. So I was doing it for uh, a friend of mine. And what people don't know, you do not put a spring to each spring. That's halfway. You you won't be able to get the, the mat to the end. It's impossible. So you actually got to go and disassemble the whole thing again. And once you do that, it all falls apart. Mm -hmm. the, the springs is actually holding the whole contraption together. So once you take the mat off, it literally comes apart. But people don't know you got to do it. You got to count how many springs there are all together and divide it by four. So you got boom, one, 12, 24, 48. And then you go in between each one. You go six, 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 three, 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 three. Then after three, you can just do each one. But if you don't do it that way, right, it won't stretch. And if you it got a be blown, yeah, and if you got an oval swings, an oval trampoline, I won't even touch those because the mat has to be perfectly. And you think you finished, but you get to the last spring, it doesn't, it doesn't work. You got to disassemble the whole thing. And then you be thinking you're strong, you know. What I'm saying? So you go try to muscle that joint for about 45 minutes. <laughs> then you can't move. You, you're not supposed to move some uh, trampolines by yourself because they're concave this way. So that happened to me too. The customer was like, "Can you move it here, here?" I moved it, and it went from here to here. So I had to disassemble the whole thing and look at them with the mean face, like, "Really?" <laughs> yeah, that's wild. So, what, what's um? What's in the future for the business or like, you know, expansion wise or, or kind of a different area that you're looking at, you know, going um, in? Pre-COVID, man, I was going to come here and I was going to try to take over the Walmarts here. I was going to expand because I was actually getting out of residential as much because the flu season hit hard last year. And I was like, man, I need to get because I've been to some homes that. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try to get some Walmarts, but when um when Corona hit, I had to stay home more with my son. So since my wife works for the government, she even though she works from home, she's she does more work at home now, busy with stuff. So I'm blessed. I'm blessed to own my own business and be my son's seven, so seven year old behind the computer. So one thing messed up, he won't even tell you it's messed up. He just be sitting there playing. So I'm usually there making sure everything's going well. So I'm blessed because of that. So it slowed down for me, but I'm just blessed to still be doing it. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. um, we, met, we, we touched bases on your YouTube channel. So tell us what, uh, you, you launched a YouTube channel, you said what, a couple months ago? Yeah, in October. All right, so tell us what your YouTube is. Oh, so I got into, I'm a business guy already and I like fashion. So true story, every time I go buy a pair of shoes, I go to my closet and I pick about three, four outfits. It's just something I did. I, 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 most men probably do it. If I buy a shirt, I got to go and see what shoe would match. So I'm like, man, um, I already got Hands For You Assembly on YouTube, which is was crazy before. I think it was Paul Logan or somebody did something where they messed up the monetiz monetization. I was actually making a little bit of change without having a thousand subscribers. So, but since COVID hit, I wasn't going to people's homes and, and filming it. Plus, it took say it took me 20 minutes to do something. It took me an hour to film it and do it. So, so I said, how can I put in business 
and fashion. So what I did was I decided to start a Be Easy Shoe and Fashion Reviews, but instead of focusing on the Gucci and the Louis Vuitton, say one of you guys had a local shop or a shirt, I would review yours. Like this right here is from El Capitan. Giving a big plug real quick. This yeah. is a new up and coming right here, man. I got a out of California, but he went to Norfolk State with me. So I reached out to him. Just I was buying the stuff before I even started it. And I'm like, man, I'm buying all these local Instagram shops. I was I was killing the dead. So to spend all my money on the big names, there's so many different um brands out. So I said, what if I focused on reviewing or shining a spotlight on the new and up and coming brands? So yeah. I got to, I'm working business, which I love business and I love fashion. So I was like, man, I might as well, you know, get fresh. You know, they might give me their free clothes. I could be fresh and at the same time promote what they're doing. So that's why I got into it, man. I enjoy it, man. YouTube is that as easy as I thought it was going to be, though. I'm not even going to sit here and lie to you because I'm usually up to like three o'clock in the morning because you got to write your skit, how you want your clothes, and then you film it. You got edited, and most of the time I mess up a couple of times, and I got to redo it. But I, I learned to sometimes if I mess up on the word, I just let it go. Yeah, sometimes, it it, yeah, because you're gonna you're gonna mess up somewhere. You got a question? Uh, what's the name of the um, of the YouTube channel? It's Be Easy Shoot and Fashion Reviews. I don't know if you can see it on that one. Probably not. Um, we'll post it as well, so anybody who's got a, you know looking for it, we'll we'll post it. Um, so I've, saw, I've, I've seen all your videos. Um, what's the what's your method of going about getting these local companies to, to allow you to review their stuff? Like, do you have to ask? Or what's, uh, yeah, so right now what I did was people I already knew. I contacted them and say, you know, and they believed in me. I was like, bro, I'm about to start so-and-so. A lot of people I was already buying clothes from anyway. I said, you know, I'm going to start so-and-so. You mind if I... Um, like right now, at the beginning, since I'm not as big as I want to be and have the followers, and most people might not, a local might not catch your eye as well as like a fair God. So right now I'm doing the fair God, but I will wear that person's t-shirt while I'm talking about fair God. I'll say if I'm talking about a pair of J's, I will incorporate this shirt or their fashion in my how to style that J. So I will, you know, let them know. Spotlight from El Capitan. The link will be below. So I'm trying to get it in that far. And what I want to do is start getting to where I'm getting multiple pieces from the companies and do a whole review. But right now, just to get people's attention, I have to do some of the big names. And so I do the fear of God. Uh, I'm reviewing Richie Lee collection. If y'all know who Richie Lee is, another YouTuber. And then I try to, you know how it is to cop shoes now, though. I've been taking L's like, I take my my daily dose of ale every Saturday. Like if I win, it's something that's is not normal. Story of our lives, man. Yeah. So uh, what I'm doing, man, is I think I'm going to one of my friends and my wife told me to maybe so start incorporating the Alexander McQueens and stuff. But what I was going to do was still have another segment to where you can get shoes that you still see on the shelf because everybody's not buying that Jordan. And if you got kids, you still going in full locker and, and, and picking up that shoe. So I'm gonna incorporate, you know, the high end stuff, and I'm gonna incorporate stuff that you can that's still sitting on the shelf. The, the, the everyday vans wear, um, the Air Force Ones, everything that's not so hype because it's so hard 
to get the hype stuff now. Yeah, and then uh, I'm just starting, so I don't have the capital to be buying retail to do a free show. But when I do catch those W's, it's definitely a blessing. But um, I just been on there just catching, just trying to find as much heat. I, I follow Soul Links. Y'all, y'all do Soul Links? Oh, they kill in my pockets though, because they hit you up when it's a restock. So, I, and then you get there and you like, oh man, they got my size, and you buy it. And then you got to take your wife one of where all these packages come from. And the first thing you say is, it's for the channel. <laughs> hey, baby. hey, baby, this for the channel, baby. Yeah, so, like, even my best friend, every time I tell my boss something, I say, it's for the channel. He just start laughing, like, bro, we got to check your budget. <laughs> it's for the Look, channel. CB, uh, so me and CB work together. And, he got me hooked on Soul Links. He was saying, you know, Soul Links just put a, a re-release. I was like, what? So yeah. that's a few years ago. So I put it in my phone now, like all day, every day. Soul Links chimes in, talking about 50% off this. Yes. Or, you know, holiday sale on this. So here's a promo code. Look, Oswego's has been my biggest cop from, uh, from Soul yes. Links because it always on sale. And if you can't get a Yeezy, it's probably, I, I think it's. Yes, yes. Yeah, I got and the Pusha T ones. The ones. Man, I wore those. Uh, I'm a, I'm going to, and I'm going to go ahead and do a how to style on the Pusha T's, even though they came out uh, a couple of years ago, but they're always on sale. And they are the second most comfortable shoe out. They call them the poor man Yeezys, but I think that Oswego's actually the, came out before the Yeezy. Actually of came course. out, but man, they're so comfortable oh, yeah. and they're so versatile. I think they really slept on. Yeah, yeah. I just caught, I just caught some um, some John Elliott uh, Lebrons. Lebrons. Yeah, I just got them in the day, and I'm like, these things was two fifty. I got them for seventy nine dollars. And those and are he, amazing. The style with socks, since they're see through. And he wore them last week. And I'm like, man, this is a perfect time for me to promote mine because he re- he was releasing the eights again. You know, that was the reconstruction of the eights. John Elliott basically took the eight, deconstructed it, and made his own. And the material in there is it's, it's a two two hundred fifty dollars shoe. I got for seventy nine dollars, so it's beautiful. Yeah, like you said, you can put your you can change the look by your sock because it's see through. So I just got I just tried them on before the show. I'm like, okay, I gotta put something together. So. I literally had a soul link delivery today, so you know. Yeah, yeah, my came in. So I, I literally got more package for myself than I did for Christmas gifts. So (laughs) I've been buying myself Christmas gifts. You said that joy with a straight face. (laughs) Big serious man. But then I always say it's for the channel. But man, I feel bad. It's like it's like during COVID. I tell you, I think more people have bought more stuff during COVID. It's like my. Retail therapy. Yeah. So it was, I had to start the show because I'm spending this money. Hopefully it would come in the back end when people, you know, I hope to get as big. No, I'm going to say hope. I plan to get as big when people are giving me free gear. So just starting a business, I know that it costs some startup money. And I know from starting a business that you're not going to recoup that from jump. So I'm trying to buy as much as I can. But at the same time, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, a couple of my best friends got other shoes, and we decided to, hey, hey, I got a shoe I ain't never wore yet. You want to do that? Or we actually had a meeting a couple months ago, and it was like, hey, we should all get together and promote other people's businesses and help. So if you got a shoe that costs X amount and you want to get it, we'll give, you, we'll give you the money for it. So I'm definitely blessed to have like, like-minded like friends around me, man. Right. 
Right. Well, how salty I mean, was they looking at you when you when you showed up with more packages <laughs> than the being president of the tree? Man, see, they don't even know yet, man. But <laughs> my wife knows. My wife knows, but like my wife's like, "What do you want for Christmas?" I'm like, "Man, I, I bought everything." I exactly. Bought everything. Like, <laughs> you can give me. You no, be I want up um, at the same time. Like, she was going to give me the um the fair gods, but since the news happened today, them things shot up to out of my price range right now. Like the fair god Nike ones, triple the triple black pair was like four eighty. They like seven something right now because of what Jerry did. So. I'm not mad at him, but dang, like seven? Nah, I ain't doing it. Yeah. Do you uh, start in your own clothing lines, something that you, you've thought about doing? Yeah, I want to, I'll probably come out with my own merch with a saying on it later on down the line. Uh, me and my, my wife is actually trying to start a boutique. So I'm, I'm getting, a, I'm using what I learned about, I, I do a lot of audio books about YouTube and influences. So I'm gonna actually use that to, to get hers off the ground. But, um, and then a couple of my friends are starting their own and I'm going to review theirs, but I'll probably just do merch. I don't think I'm gonna start my own. Um, real quick for, the, for everybody's watching, uh, we, have, we have a few people in the house tonight. Uh, like and subscribe our channel. Uh, if you don't wanna do it for us, do it for Brandon. Uh, if he invited you, like and subscribe. We're trying to, we try, look, we're trying to get, you know, get some um, monetization as well. Mm -hmm. We're sitting at home with these bright ideas for this show. We want to take it to the next level. So if you can help uh, five brothers out, help us out. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoy the show, man. I, I love the show. I love what y'all doing. And uh, look, we appreciate you for uh, for watching and definitely coming on. And like we always say, everybody, people, you can be doing anything with your time, but you're sitting down with us and you're spending time with us. Um, before we transition, let everybody know where they can find you on Instagram, YouTube, your website. Uh, if they want to get something assembled, I know it's a lot of people uh, buying IKEA furniture these days because it's in the home, remodeling. Uh, actually, I need a swing set built, so just I'm a for you. I do it because you family. <laughs> for you, I okay. do it because you family. But you can catch me on Hands the number four and YOU Assembly on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I think I'm on Twitter. We don't use it. It just goes on there. Um, hands for you. The number four again, assembly.com. You can reach me on my webpage. And then when it comes to Be Easy Shoe and Fashion Reviews, it's B-Easy Fashion Shoe shoe and Fashion Reviews. So definitely you can just uh, you can catch me on Facebook and you can catch me on Instagram. Definitely. And, and check me out on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Plug in the notification bell. Because we we all trying to grow here, and for those, this, this look, I, we had to do this too. So this is our YouTube page. <laughs> you WRC podcast because people sweat. You know they don't they can't find us on YouTube. This is us. WRC podcast. It's got our names at the top. We got CB Kaleo Superfly, uh, E Rich, and then that's our logo right there. These are some of the videos at the top. Like and subscribe us. Um, yeah, do that. All right. So we gave you some homework to do. Uh, let me get you down here. We gave you some homework to do. Uh, and same questions that we ask everybody that's, that comes through the show. We ask for your top three movies of all time and your top three albums of all time. 
Uh, so let's start with let's start with your movies. Top three movies of all time. I actually got mine. I'm old school. So okay. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be like, dude, last time. You know, I'm old, so y'all might not know what this is. <laughs> nah, oh, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> I'm old. But uh, no, that was just a joke if you watching it, bruh. I was tired it. But um, just let you know, I do watch that show, as y'all know that, because I do watch it. But uh, my first one, man, I'm a little different, man. So my first one is uh, Interview with a Vampire, man. Okay. Even though, you know, slept on I'm, I'm, my birthday, October 30th. So some reason I've been into like vampire movies and stuff like that since I was younger. And as you see, my it hasn't been open because Grail, for some reason, when it's my favorite movie, I don't like to watch it all the time. I'm weird with that. Yeah, my second movie, I'll tell you, I'm a little different, man. Second movie is Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Hey. This is a classic, yeah. bro. Wrong. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. That's my top two. Yeah, this is one of my favorite movies like of all time. Like it doesn't get any better than this, man. And then I bad my I was kind of cheating here. I didn't know what to do with the Matrix or The Last Dragon, bro. I can watch this today. I mean, it's so much that you can do here. Like since I grew my hair out, I was actually going to try to be one of the characters, but my complexion ain't fit. But <laughs> yeah, so but man, this right here is a classic movie. And but those three are my favorite and a fourth if I'm adding no one in there, the Matrix. You know, they got another one coming okay. out, Matrix Four. So well, no, my I, top three is definitely I'm, those, man. I'm leery about that. Uh, we'll see. It's, it's been a gap oh, uh, with the Matrix, it's, it's, but the new one is it's, it's, it's been a long, long yeah. enough time to revisit the Matrix. So we'll, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, but that 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 first one's a classic because it's it's got so many other things in it that you can actually think about to the red and green pair for the people that's woke today. It, yeah. It's a lot of symbolism in there. Yep. And then you know, end of the dragon, you got that glow. That's your your aura. Exactly. So right. definitely, everybody got that glow the other day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was out with my. I don't know Drew. if I got my. I don't got it with me, but you know, I got my my. Jewels and and rocks and stuff like that. I keep them in my pocket, man. My gems. But um, let's do the albums now. My albums. I'm going with Tupac, uh, All Eyes on Me. I'm going with Biggie, Ready to Die. And I'm going with Jay Z, Reasonable Doubt. It was pure. It was strong, pure. Strong pure. You know, I I grew up in the '90s, bro. Like I remember. I remember literally the days I went, especially um, the the Biggie album, Ready to. I remember going to like a like a Chinese mom and pop spot because they were sold out and got it and that double disc. And man, and I liked both guys. A lot of people try to. You can like Biggie and like pop. You know what I'm saying? And they were two different genres of rap. One person was a great storyteller, and Tupac was like a when he wasn't talking about all the other stuff was a good like Black Panther type. You you would get the positive. You in the park earlier, you got a lot of positivity in them. Mm-hmm. And then but Biggie man, he spit stories. Like when he was with the Nick New York Knicks wife, right. it, man, yeah. you can you can you can picture what he's saying. So yeah. But Jay Z, the way the way he spits, I just love reasonable doubt, man. I can definitely hop in my car. And those three, those three CDs, I don't have to skip any track. They're just, just classics. That's how definitely. you know. Yeah. 
to this day, I think, I, there's always something I can pull out of reasonable doubt, man. Oh, man. That's crazy. I, I might be the only one. A reasonable doubt is dope. I don't think I just don't think reasonable doubt is my favorite J album. I think mm-hmm. Blueprint was better than Reasonable Doubt. It's a it's yeah. a it's some life lessons in Reasonable Doubt, man. It is, yeah. It is. Like, I think maybe I'm on production it's so value. Far ahead. Yeah, it's not it's yeah. production value for me. The blueprint had 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 was probably on that on the level, if if not better than reasonable doubt, right there. And I and I if I had to pick blue, I would go with blueprint. Yeah, I, I love Jay Z work though. I like his um I like the one he did with Kanye. It, it, if you listen oh, to that, yeah, yeah. it really uplifted. Like if you listen to it, they was basically trying to uplift the African American community. Like I was actually listening to that city every day I was at work, like Girl. late at night, like grinding. So like I definitely they were they were on it. Then people didn't respect it, but they were basically on. Hey, they thought Jay Z started at four forty four about uplifting, but now nah, he was doing it. They were talking about it then. Uh, and is in Paris. I mean, there's a lot of stuff on there. So it, it oh, definitely yeah. is. A, that's a great CD too, but it didn't make my top three. Oh, but I guess. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> All right, fellas. Uh, again, Brandon, appreciate you uh, joining us. And uh, like you said, you've seen the podcast before, so you know where, where this is getting ready to go. Um, <laughs> Holiday edition, of course. You know, we had the movie last week, um, which I, I I believe I was able to sway the guest last week who was like, you know what? Now I think about it. That was a good movie. So in this part, I'm going to try to do the same thing. Now, again, this is going to really kind of touch some people's souls when I get at this, but it's really just the honest question, right? It's just me or real talk. Is is is, <laughs> is, is street better than the real street nowadays? Yeah. Oh, I'm team. I'm team fake tree. The the fake trees nowadays are crazy. I'm fake tree. Right. Like they change colors and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. My tree is fake, and it came with the lights, so I ain't have to try to write these. It's three levels. Boom, 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 and plug it up. So I'm fake. I'm fake tree all day. That real tree, the, the cleanup and the mess and getting poked with the I, I, I can't do real tree. My joint got the snow oh. on it, the glitter snow oh, on wow. it, plus the lights. It's, oh, it's, the it's lit. Yeah. Clay, where uh, you at? I'm I'm team real tree. Oh. Look, I look you, one thing about a real tree, you can throw that some bitch away when it's done. I ain't gotta worry about putting it back <laughs> in the box and corner somewhere. Mm, it's true. gone. Uh no, I, I mean I like the traditional the smell. I mean, I know they they sell fake sense now for these fake trees. I'm Team Real Tree. I'm like, the, I'm Clark W. Griswold. I'm going out if I could get an axe and chop that shit down and put it in my living room. I, that's just, you know, no knock against the fake trees. Look at him. Mom's got a fake tree and it looks good, but Team team Real Tree for now. All right, CB, where you at? Uh, I'm Team I don't want to be cleaning up stuff. So uh, <laughs> fake all the way, um, way easier from that standpoint. And, you know, maybe when I was a kid, it was real cool to go with the family. You know, you're chopping stuff down and everything. Sister starts complaining because she's cold, you know, little brother snotty. 
like you know you're making memories and stuff but as an adult like i'm in charge of stuff now i'm in charge of my own time no bro I'm team patriot Roya in the comments. Uh, we waiting. We waiting on. He's waiting on your your verdict. If if you going with with he or not, I think I already know. But uh, what, what's tough your crowd, verdict? Man. What's your verdict? He's trying to win you over again. It's a tough crowd. I'm I'm, I'm trying to tell crowd. you right now. Cause listen, listen, look. My boss literally just told me that he bought a tree two weeks ago. Nah, see, that's what I'm talking about. Back at. I guess we back at it, right? The the my boss bought a tree, right? And he literally said, after the first two weeks, he put water in it. He went to go check it again, and the water wasn't gone. And clearly, the shit died like within the next couple of days. Then he had to go out and buy something else. It's like you already you you didn't have to go through that if you got the the fake tree. Exactly. That jump be that jump be glorious. Like all all throughout. Fresh. <laughs> is, here's the on trees. When is the proper time to take your Christmas tree down? When do you know? Before uh, Martin Luther King Day, like that's that's the that's the rule of thumb. Is that when you do it though? No, that, it better be gone yeah. before that day. Okay, because I know a lot of people are talking about not wearing white after Labor Day and they white jeans. Yeah. So I don't I, know. I yeah, I take mine down right after, even before, right after um, New Year's. I'm ready to get that thing out the way. Like, all right, it's done. There you go, team fake. Hey, look at that. It's two for two, right? Keep it real, Roy. Keep it real. First week of January. Got to take it out first week of January, yeah. I mean, I know people who have a tree, like they have one of those um, fancy living rooms, and they have a tree up all year long, and they decorate the tree with different ornaments for different occasions throughout the year. Yeah. They don't got no real tree doing that. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Um, for me, I, I agree. Uh, first week of January, no later than MLK, because you're getting ready to transition into mm-hmm. into a new holiday. You know, something new. Anyways, it's it's yeah, it's time. I got a question for y'all. When is too early to put up a tree? I seen people had their trees up before oh, Thanksgiving. Well, no, are we talking about in a, in a COVID environment, or are we talking about a normal environment? Because just a normal. I see people just skip. Oh, because this year I seen people skipping over Halloween and putting in October thirty first. That tree was up. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, our tree was up like November first, November second. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, that's too early for me. E. Piper uh, didn't hear your answer. Ah, uh, crap. That, see, that's a loaded question. And because uh, she knows that I'm going to say a fake tree because ain't nobody trying to clean, sweep all that shit up. Even if you try to put the damn, you know, blanket underneath the catch, that you know, it's still, it's still going to be a damn mess. Like, you know, I get it. You know, you know, people like the real smell and all that good stuff. But like you said, they got candles and incense and all that uh, frankincense and myrrh, whatever the hell they have just to burn that <laughs> shit and it's going to smell just like Christmas in there with the gifts underneath the tree you know, it, just, it. but like I said nowadays, the fake ones look a hell of a lot better than what they used to, like I said they, you know, and the fact that you can get that good old you know, change it from your phone to different colors and, and exactly. different, you know, music you ain't seen you ain't seen it lit when the when it go when the when it when the lights go with the Jackson Five that's <laughs> levels man or like Donnie Hathaway. <laughs> hey, I think I put my. <laughs> 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 I 
Get up. Right. Yeah. I think uh, me I, two weeks before Christmas, maybe the beginning of, of, of December, but at, at, you know, at the most. So you yo. got That was dope. I mean, yeah, you know. Uh, so this is the part right here. I mean, we kind of transitioned early into sneakers. Um, mm-hmm. And this is the part where we spotlight the sneakers. If, we, if we've been winning or losing. Um, for those of you who don't know, just watching, we got a lot of people. Uh, this is the sneakerhead section. Um, yeah. And that video was new, and I want y'all to see it. <laughs> Yeah, I had some beat up there. Yeah, I had some beat up there. CB. CB for women. But yeah, so this is the portion. We talk about shoes. And we got the copy drop for this week. CB, what you got? So Undefeated is back with another collab with Nike. Um, I, I know I remember. I'm sure most sneakerheads remember back in 2017. They did a collaboration in honor of the 20th anniversary of the Air Max 97. Um, one of the most iconic Air Max models in general, the 97. So um, this pair specifically, the Militia Green, these joints are dope. Uh, if you're familiar with Undefeated, they have this flight jacket theme that they do on a lot of stuff, which is kind of a signature for them. So uh, these are dropping on Undefeated on the 29th. And there's a sne- There's probably going to be a sneakers drop, but uh, as, far, as far as I know, that's uh, TBD. But um, I mean... The 97s are one of my favorite Air Maxes in general, so it's hard to not try to go after the hype joints. Right. Um, I'm gonna drop these pair. I like the the Unibomber or the the bomber color. Um, it's more of a green color. Yeah. That's that's dropping as well. I don't think it's the same name. Like okay, I like that. I like that colorway better. Brandon. Uh, it's a drop for me, bro. Yeah, I think I. Nah, I'm not really feeling them. I've seen them out, and, and I'm I, even if I was trying to cop, I probably wouldn't get them anyway, because <laughs> I probably would take an L. Right. You. Because when it's like when it's an undefeated or was it was anybody collabing, the hype just yep. goes up on them so quick. But it's not like that you you know about it, so I, I hope you do get them. But the bots and stuff, they gonna they gonna slap them up. Oh yeah, for sure. We are. We know the deal. Sad. Uh, yeah, I'm a drop. Uh, unfortunately, like I said, I like the '90s, the '97 um, style, but that that uh that that green, black, kind of white. It, I think it's it's only reserved for the '95. Like, 
I, I see I see that in my you know that that's that's the one that I want that style in and not necessarily the, the 97. 97 is the old school, you know, uh silver ones. Silver or, bullet. You know, oh, yeah, and, you know, that, that's just where I that's where I keep the the 90, the 97s at. Hmm. I actually not mad at the design. It reminds me of some ACGs that were around around that same time. Um so I actually it's a, I won't cop them, but it's it's a cop for me. Them joint, I kind of like the, the style on them joints. Oh, all right. And you when they drop again, CB? Uh, the 29th. So uh, for people, and that's on Undefeated's website. So um, there might. I'm assuming there will be a sneakers drop at some point, but uh, everything I found so far don't they don't have a date yet. Right, right. All right. So now it's for the soul. Uh, and since you're in the bubble, you always in the bubble, CB. I ain't gonna make you always go first. Because um, it's hard sometimes to follow up what you get. Um, but I think kind of spirit of last week. Um, <laughs> um, the Mike uh, Mike Johnson last week. Uh, he had the the yellow fedora that he uh, he brought to the cop uh, before the soul. So kind of lead in that same uh, same essence. Oh, okay. Phenomenal yeah. interview this week too. Oh my! I haven't watched it yet. I heard it was dope. So, um, if y'all know Pharrell, got the Human Nature line. Mm-hmm. But he's just the basic superstars. Yeah, material, material is is dope on it. it comes with a a brown extra lace. Oh, yeah. but yeah, and it's like a netted. I love the material he uses. He uses all recycled materials too on the shoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of this whole um, campaign that he does. So, superstars. Mm-hmm. Hey, you up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, got to keep it in my wheelhouse. You know, and uh, with these, I, it's the shoe. Uh, so I say it's the number, but the colorway for me was just, I had to rock with it. Mm. I love 13s, bro. Yeah. The, I, I, listen, the, the thing about it was when Mellow was starting to put out all the, if you will, the, the different colors, but like the red ones that were coming out with the the, uh, the 11s and everything, I, I just knew that they had to take it into consideration that there were some colorways of the, of the classic shoes that needed to happen. And this was one that I was definitely glad that they didn't screw up and kind of do uh, a, a darker gray with with that type of red on there. So it, it actually works out. It's a clean shoe, both on the court and to kind of wear like you know just out and about. No, no, Superfly, you come to play? Nah, sorry, not tonight. Didn't come to play okay. tonight. All good. There we go. I was just talking about how I needed to get a pair of thirteens. Mm-hmm. Classic. Hey, 13s just for me. So we had the. Yeah, yeah, right. But so uh, I got my Christmas sweater on. True. <laughs> and for uh, like fans of the Mandalorian. Ah, yeah. We, uh, this is the Superstar Show. So these are uh, the child superstars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grogu. Yeah, right. Grogu. They got uh it's like the 50th nice. anniversary of the superstar. Pretty cool. And he's 50 years old, right? 
Yeah, right, right. And, and he's a baby because that's how Yoda people age. Yeah, right. fifty, and the baby is crazy. But like this stuff is—I mean, Superstar is one of my favorite shoes of all time. And y'all know I'm a Star Wars nerd, so um, and I mean these were like ninety bucks, I think. Like y'all know I'd be copping some stupid stuff, so if I'm gonna be spending ninety bucks on a sneaker, like that's a that's a win for my pocket. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, no. Uh, real quick, since you you brought up Christmas sweaters, I bought I wore this one for E. <laughs> well done. That's a classic, man. It ain't Christmas till I see that movie. There we go. Just, just say it. Uh, all right, all right, Brandon. You, oh, Brandon. So, this right here is my favorite sneaker that came out, and I was blessed to take a rare W. Because I think that you gotta have some kind of style. Like, don't get me wrong, the mochas. I was trying to get them when they re-released, but you got that mocha brown right here, bro. Like, you gotta have some kind of or watch be easy reviews to know how to rock something like that. Because you got so many different colors, bro. Like, and the I mean the texture, the quality of the shoe is on point. Like, it's on point. Did they come with uh, all some of the stuff you be styling that with? So I got the black ones and it came. I got the pink ones and the other ones. So I, 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 I don't. I don't think I wore these outside yet, though. A lot of my shoes have more outside. But let's say all my sneakerheads are just getting the game. Wear your shoes because they definitely will crumble up. I got shoes. I got my thirteens from '97. My Dallas Cowboys Flint Grays. I still got them, and they fell apart as soon as I put them on my feet. So rocky shoes, man. Definitely. We subscribe to that. Yeah, gotta wear. <laughs> Shoes are meant to be worn. You want to have you want to have stories to tell about the shoes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and they fall up, they fall apart if you don't. Definitely, they literally. That glue, that glue is. Yeah. You well, think the, a couple Duncans, a couple I got the I got the Duncans from '97, the silver pair. My air bubble dry rotted so quickly, like ridiculous. Yep. And all my flight pauses and phone pauses, the bottom just they talking now. I'm so mad. Yes, Roya. Yes, around the house. Around the house. Right now. That's the safest place. That's the safest place to wear them on carpet. Gotta put them on though. Yeah. It's got a safe space, you know. Right. Um. So, um, before we before we get up out of here, I want to just wish everybody happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all that, all that good stuff. If you don't celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas to you anyway. Um, but um, next week's show, uh, we got a double header next week. So next week, Tuesday, is our show. We're gonna do our year uh, album wrap up next year and for in the next week, top five albums of the year, and then we're gonna do a sneaker of the year next next week too. We're gonna add that to the to the show, and then on Wednesday night. Uh, we'll be partnering up with the OT show uh, and just doing like one last mashup of the year kind of celebra- celebratory thing going into 2021, whether that's, you know, who knows what's written for 2021. I know how 2020 was. <laughs> but um, yeah, just want to let everybody know next week, Tuesday again. Uh, and if you just, if you just get in here, if you haven't done it yet, like and subscribe to our channel, you know, we're not begging, but we're asking nicely. Want to do it for us? Do it for Brandon. It's the yeah. hey, it's the, it's the OT. <laughs> it's the OT show is the one the dude had the uh the sneakers. 
That's not. That's no, not no, that's uh, Hot uh, Seat Podcast. Man, that's that's all had, I'm saying. Bro, he had me dying laughing with those um, those exclusive Steph Curry's. When he said, <laughs> "I don't own any Nikes," dog, I almost fell out my chair. <laughs> I know you got old no Nikes, and he came up with us. I, I couldn't even do it. Right? Yo, uh, e, you got to tell him why that's so funny to us, though. Hey, so look, so we we did the mashup with with their show. We did a swap, right? And so we went on their show, and you know, we just chopped it up, and we had a conversation about you know the segment that we have as far as sneakerheads, and um, they they both just kind of had this this comment like. He's really got about to embarrass us, like when he gets on there, because they knew that gonna be. They they knew it was gonna be an Under Armour shoe. They said, "Man, that man don't own oh, not one pair." Of, and we, me and CB, kind of looking like you gotta wow. have something a Cortez, like a Air Force One, or something that just fall from the sky. This man something. brought that out, and when I tell you, they were dreading that moment in the comment oh, section. It was hilarious. <laughs> they, uh, like they are really, truly embarrassed that he don't own not a pair of Nikes, Adidas, not, but he has he's like proud about it. Too, he's proud. Oh no, he is. And there's so he's many proud. other Steph Curry's that was better than those, though. That's just so <laughs> bad. About it. <laughs> he knows the, he knows who he is, and he knows what's coming, which is why you gotta. It's even more fun. Like he, he did it anyway. He didn't have. He went nine. Ain't bring nothing. And but now he he pulled that shoe out. And look, that that was the funniest part of it. It's like oh, he knows what's coming. And then the comments just blew up. Yeah, I was just trying to hold a straight face, man. I need to go back and, and, and watch that one again. That was a good one. Um, but yeah, they wants to submit their shoes for or their top five. We'll read it online next on on the show next week. Or what your thought of sneaker of the year is. Hit us in the DMs or whatever. That's we are something else. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, iTunes, all that good stuff, and mostly on YouTube. You know, WRC uh, podcast. WRC podcast. Please, man, that's what the man <laughs> said. That was, and then that's it right there. WRC podcast. Uh, Brandon, we can plug everything again, Brandon, for people who don't know where to find you. They want to find you. Man, find me on YouTube at Be Easy Shoe and Fashion Reviews. You put Be Easy Shoe and Fashion, you'll definitely find me. Um, definitely trying to grow that. A lot of people don't know those likes and the subscribes go a lot. That's why I always subscribe to the channel as well. You can find me at uh, Hands For You Assembly on YouTube as well. You'll find me in my early days and we actually put stuff together that um, that's actually growing a lot faster than the one I got right now. But that was on autopilot. And then you just, right. man, just, just catch me anywhere at Be Easy Shoe and Fashion Reviews. I'm on uh, Facebook. I'm on Instagram. And Hands For You Assembly with the number four. I'm on both of them as well. So you can catch me. Dope. And I will say, yeah, trying to build a YouTube following True. and True. a channel is tough. Yes. I mean, because it takes... It's almost like it takes a village kind of thing, and then it, it takes somebody to buy into what you're trying to. Yeah, trying bro. To that's, why I I, that's why I support y'all, man. And, and yeah, people don't know y'all got great entertainment. Hey, man. I mean, your guys had me laughing all the time. Like, dude was like, you know, a shoe is not a good investment, and I'm like, where you been at, bro? Like, shoes is dropping. <laughs> I'm like, you telling the kids the wrong way. Shoes are a great investment right now. Don't look at my stock X portfolio. I don't. Because they'll tell you it's a great investment. Yeah. <laughs>
But yeah, but you get, I like your show because y'all got different type of people and you learn so much. Like when I do get at that age where I want to wear suits, I'm definitely hitting brother up because he has, oh, yeah. no, he got some, he's fly. He got some yeah. fly suits. I'm just not there yet. That's all, no, but I'm definitely, when I'm there. Yeah, uh, Michael's Customs Clothier. Okay. Yeah, it's fly. Stuff. He got some fly stuff on. Another yeah. uh, another black business. Uh, yeah. Actually, you know what, Brandon? You are the last black business series of the year. So true, next true. week, we're going to all music and choose next week. But uh, again, okay. thank you for, for bookending our black no business problem, Thank you for having me, bro. It's crazy. because I've been known Khalil for forever, bro. Like, like forever sandbox like yeah yeah i got families and clothes so he hit me up one day was like yeah man i know you like shoes and i was like yeah i i got own a business too bro like put me on like i like you and i own the business like i fit right in right please finally it worked out we made everything happen and here we are we're wrapping up the year um so again for everybody watching we appreciate y'all for watching uh again next week Tuesday. Our normal night is Thursday night at 9.30, uh, but next weekend will be on Tuesday uh, and Wednesday as well, but um, yeah. Uh, all right. Let's, let's wrap all this up. Uh, all right, y'all. Brian, stay in the room while we wrap up. We got okay. something else. Peace. Peace. Peace.